0: Right, you're back with the Spice Cast. I'm Ben Job and tonight we have uh, JJ and Hannah from uh, Rocket City Rope Arts. Very interesting. You guys, um, you always done like live shows, or is that kind of a uh, just a just a, something you stretched out of? I guess.
1: Well, I mean, it's, we've been doing live shows for about the last three years. Uh, mm-hmm. We we started this originally uh, several other partners at it, Partners Bar and Grill, mm-hmm. before they they went away, and now we're at Hops Wild. And it's, it's been fun. It's been a good opportunity to, to demonstrate some unique stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh, Rocket City Rope Arts, you guys do uh, what's called Shibari, which is like... Uh, well, I guess you should explain it, because I really don't know as much as I should about it. So uh,
2: Shibari is the Japanese rope... Uh, art. Sorry. <laughs> Japanese art of rope bondage. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, it is um, a, a sensual way of kind of interacting with another person. Also, not necessarily sensual, but also, how would you describe Super it? Super
0: intimate,
1: I guess. So, <laughs> so it, it, yeah. it, it really, it is intimate. It's, uh, it's a trust exercise. Trust- you you yeah. basically have uh, a rigger, who's the person who's doing the tying, and you have the the r- bottom. There's mm-hmm. different names that go with it, but bottom is, is, is appropriate. Mm-hmm. Basically, it is an exercise where the rigger can completely focus in on just that one person mm-hmm. and create an actual piece of art using the other person as their canvas. Mm-hmm. You know, some artists will go ahead and they're using canvas and oil and some people use a sketch pad and a, mm-hmm. and, a and a pen or a stencil of some sort. We're using the human figure. Yeah, mm-hmm. every person is different. So every time we rig someone, the design, the 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 pattern, the knot work, the craft that goes into it is different. You know For the people who are being rigged, it's an experience both you know sensor, sensory mm-hmm. because the ropes do different things to the body. It's, it's a matter of trust because once they have released a little bit of that trust to the person who's doing the rope art and doing the binding, it becomes very relaxing for them. Right. I've seen some people who just completely zone out <laughs> while they're people. being rigged.
2: For many people it's like <laughs> Which a is form of stress relief yeah. for them. Yeah. Yeah, what you
1: mm-hmm. think being
0: tied up by another person like as a stressful thing, but when you when yeah. you're involved in it and I mean it's it's I guess it's a practice and a growing I mean it's a relationship too it seems
1: like. It is. Mm-hmm. Um I we've we've rigged everyone from you know the The normal audience that we get at hops, for example, is, is, you know, 20, 30, 40 year old. Mm -hmm. We've had folks who've come in, who've been in their seventies, right? we have actually Mm -hmm. rigged up and flew a gentleman who had told me while I was rigging him, because we go through a lot of different checks Mm -hmm. to make sure that the person can actually handle what we're doing Yeah, yeah. for safety. And he had had major injuries when he was serving in the military Mm. and told me about, you know, this and this and that. And after we brought him back down and he was unrigged, he looked at me and told me in no uncertain terms that was the best he has felt in 20 years because (laughs) Mm -hmm. everything stretched, everything relaxed, and everything Mm -hmm. loosened up. And it wasn't, you know, even for that, it wasn't a matter of sensual. It was a matter of just just physical release of all the tension Mm -hmm. because when you're in the ropes... You can let go of everything and know the rope's going to hold you in place.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's like so much that goes into this. there's like physics, there's not tying ability and trust and all that stuff. Like yes. uh, where do you, where do people start with this? Like what's the what's the first basics? Like you teach? You said you're um, trying to get around to doing some teaching. Some, we're, some we're, kinda... we're
1: actually hoping to start up a regular class. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're in negotiations with the with a venue to go ahead and start doing about cool. a two hour class uh and it'll be going once a month hopefully mm-hmm. but getting started with this i mean i started rigging and, and actually doing the japanese of shibari mm-hmm. over 15 years ago and mm-hmm. doing suspension work in that same time frame uh a lot of it is understanding the physical uh yeah understanding what not she can use there are there are Japanese masters who teach different styles of shibari, different rope knots, or different binding techniques, different ways of interlacing the ropes, different ways of lacing it around the body, and mm-hmm. you can learn all these different styles. There are classes you can actually take. Uh, there is a there is an event, for example, that's held in Atlanta every year called Frolicon. Mm-hmm. There's an entire track teaching rope, rope <laughs> activities
2: there's also tons of youtube videos out there too. yes right right and some of it even like you can learn the technicals behind it and you definitely want to learn the technicals for safety purposes yeah but some of it also yeah yeah but some of it also comes down to creativity as well mm-hmm. yeah i mean it's only limited by your imagination absolutely too.
1: yeah um i mean when i when i started doing this more you know taking it out of uh, out of the 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 bedroom scenario or out of the living mm-hmm. room scenario whatever yeah. else i ended up taking you know learning i had, had classes with the two naughty boys who are riggers who are out in the san francisco bay area they used to tour all over the country mm-hmm. there's a dozen different books out there everything from douglas kent to a midori i mean these are all famous rope artists who teach classes on this internationally yeah and there's books out um you can learn all these different styles the best thing is to find an actual teacher in right, person and experience who can show it. you
0: yes yeah because yeah, I, I imagine it's it's hard to r- learn some of this stuff from a from a two dimensional page or something <laughs> yeah. I bet it's
2: like learning boy scout knots while like looking at a mm-hmm. picture yeah <laughs> like, kind of awkward
1: and practicing them on a person <laughs> and, and practicing them on a person that's moving breathing and you know mm-hmm. hey what
2: are you doing turning <laughs> here and
1: there and right. you know, like, get a little movement out of the side um, but the other thing is is the safety aspect. Oh yeah, you've got to have someone. You know, for for what we do, mm-hmm. the the basic just ground ties, just rigging mm-hmm. on the body, mm-hmm. um, that comes with its own dangers and its own risks. which yeah, yeah. Years mm-hmm. of experience, we know mm-hmm. to ask people about physical issues. About have they had back injuries? Have they have joint problems? Do they have circulation issues? Mm-hmm. And we'll go through all of these different things before we'll rig anyone. Not to mention, right, right. You, mm-hmm. you know, we also won't rig anyone who's had more than one drink.
0: Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Point yeah.
1: blank when we're in the club.
0: Yeah. yeah, you. well, you don't want somebody who doesn't know their own body. At, <laughs> exactly.
1: Well, <laughs> Involved in something like that, I figure. The legalisms of it is we realize if someone is legally intoxicated mm-hmm. they cannot make a legal judgment about what they're doing on stage so you mm-hmm. won't touch them
2: and also our big right. thing is consent as well so yeah, you yeah. have to be able to give consent and you're the only person mm-hmm. who can give consent for exactly being able to do this for sure
0: and mm-hmm. I imagine it takes like a whole lot of communication and mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. learn and everybody's so different mm-hmm. um, especially interacting physically I figure you've got so many different types of people and how they mm-hmm. and how they interact physically that uh, yeah, that's that probably takes a. Lot, it really benefits you
1: to have a lot of experience in that. Definitely mm-hmm. helps. It, it's a requirement, and as we learn more about the people who were rigging during the shows, mm-hmm. because this is all audience interaction. Yeah, They yeah. bring people <laughs> up. People will sign up and say, "Hey, fly me or tie me up, or I want to try this," and it's like. Okay, we'll tell you all the things you gotta worry about. Right. right. We'll is, take it slow, yeah. guys. <laughs> you know, we, we joke about this when I do the, the announcements in the evening at the show is that, you know, hey, thank you. We really appreciate you coming up and wanting to do something dumb different and dangerous. And <laughs> we're we're appreciating the trust that you're giving us yeah. to mm-hmm. let you experience mm-hmm. this. Um that being said, we try to mitigate as much of those risks as humanly possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um again a lot of those questions and answers that we'll do with people um and then we take it a step further is that after we know how some of our repeat customers as we like some, yeah, as our repeat yeah. bottoms will mm-hmm. come up to us they'll actually get the chance to fly we'll actually suspend them over the stage or over the stage area mm-hmm. and that's a whole new level of both preparation yeah and yeah trust and, and trust <laughs> and then again you also start to get into the more of the physical aspects of yeah. where the pressure points are on the body, yeah definitely where the blood flow may or may not be restricted mm-hmm. where the nerves are being pressed and then you also get even more heightened results from what the rope's actually doing to them, right 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 not just central but even just the physical
0: yeah yeah and and uh, it sounds like a, an exercise of uh, of of many different types, you know, it's like a physical exercise for a mm-hmm. lot of people, but also like a, a mental. I how long do you usually like keep people um, that go through like the show
1: or something? When when we're suspending somebody, mm-hmm. for example, uh, um, if it's an experienced the bottom that we worked with, yeah, an experienced flyer, then the most we'll keep them up is about five minutes. Mm-hmm. We've had some folks up for photo shoots or for shows that have been up for 10 or maybe a little bit right right but five minutes is our limit tops because Mm -hmm. we will start to notice physical things either we'll we'll be sitting Mm -hmm. there checking uh checking areas for skin getting cold or discoloration yeah yeah we'll be looking for hey can you feel this can you still talk to me can you tell me what's going on how you feeling because (laughs) there's some folks when they zone out
2: you're they're just not, so they're either so they're,
1: relaxed or so
2: into we're it. So into it. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: And, and
0: the, the,
2: you can even uh enter like once you've kind of really gotten into the ropes and you've gone up and everything, mm-hmm. some people can enter almost like a state of euphoria. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I mean, it's even more than just getting drunk, it's just kind of yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, the other thing that people don't realize is the physical aspect is your the ropes when they're tied in against mm-hmm. the body and there's pressure against it, the body is you're tricking your brain into thinking that you're Mm -hmm. hurt Mm -hmm. and the body will actually start releasing endorphins which are the Mm -hmm. natural painkiller that your body produces yeah and it's being pumped into every place the rope is so if the rope (laughs) is everywhere basically they're not only punch drunk they're basically covered up (laughs) they're they're getting they're getting they're a natural high at that point yeah yeah literally and physically (laughs) yeah
0: man well, it sounds like quite an experience. So let's take a quick break, and we'll be back with Rocket City Rope Arts in just a minute.
3: Spice Radio presents Real Local Heroes. Real local heroes. Today, we salute you, Mr. Redstone Ordnance Disposal Guy.
1: Mr. Redstone Ordnance Disposal Guy.
3: While the rest of the city sleeps, you're hard at work making America a safer place by detonating all the leftover TNT from the Gulf War. You try to minimize damage to the surrounding neighborhoods, but you won't let a few broken windows stop you from doing your job. This is what your taxes go into. Whether it's three in the morning, four in the morning, or even five in the morning, time has no meaning when you're in the zone. The blast zone. Ooh, the blast zone! So here's to you, Mr. Ordnance Expert. America's a lot safer with you on the job, and hopefully, fully insured. Radio Spice Rec Studios on Alabama. And you're back with the Spice
0: Cast. I'm Ben Job, your host for this evening. And we're back with Rocket City Rope Arts, JJ and hannah um practicing Shivari, am I saying it did I say it right? Shivari. Shivari. Yeah, um I guess I guess oh it's it's uh human interaction involving ropes and I can't it's it's hard to explain like in a quick
1: sentence
0: it's to like our better listeners. Visually,
2: but it, we it really yeah, we'll send
0: some
1: pictures, guys. <laughs> and we actually brought. I did actually bring the rope kit to kind of awesome. explain some of the stuff. But I mean, all of this came about. This was brought to the states in at the at the turn of the night at the turn of the 20th century. Mm-hmm. A lot of the Japanese coming over to the United States and the West Coast. This originated in actually what's called the Edo period of Japan, uh, Middle Ages Renaissance of Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, the the Japanese feudal lords of a different community would actually have a family within each of the communities that played police because it being mm-hmm. a police officer in that time frame was not something that the nobles did right now Japan didn't have a lot of steel except for, for weapons. So they'd use rope know you have fiber ropes like jute, which was natural fiber. Mm-hmm. rope, And that family would, carry several bundles of this with them and they'd actually play this was what they'd use to restrain people who okay. were tipsy who were breaking the law or whatever mm-hmm. else because of the way japanese culture set up you couldn't tie knots on people so these people got very good at being able to not only disarm somebody with just rope hmm. but also to be able to bind them in such a way that it didn't cause them to lose face or lose lose honor hmm. Flash forward, this was also used in combat. There's actual art called hojitsu, which was used to take down people on the battlefield for being able to question them as prisoners. Oh, wow. Because, you know, Japanese, during that time frame, if you were in danger of being captured, the samurai would kill themselves. Mm-hmm this is the way you could disarm them and actually capture them and question them. So it's like ultimate lassoing In, <laughs> in a way, skills. very, very much. Except for in this case, you know, you're not hog-tying them. You're putting them into a position where if they move to try to escape, mm-hmm. it pulls the rope back against another loop or another tie. or It just tightens, ropes. tightens them. Or... It, 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 it restricts them in such a way they can't escape easily. Mm. Uh, this ended up coming... You know, like like all things, uh, restraint wise. You know, people decide. Well, there's ways we can do this and make it sensual. Or right, right. They there's fun ways to do there's this. There's fun <laughs> ways to do it. And and that was what came over to the states. Yeah. In the 19 early 1900s, mm. and developed further from there. Uh, there was a renaissance of this in the in Japan in the 1950s post war, and people started writing books about this and started writing. Uh, doing artworks and such and there was actually woodblock carvings that were from Japan from the 1800s huh. that were picked up and shown and then in the last really in the last 10 years it has just exploded in the states um, it's, you know I, just kind of, of different... simmered for a while and then there's a large number of, of very very skilled rope artists around the country yeah. and some who have had the, the good fortune to actually go to Japan and learn from some of the masters that lived mm-hmm. there and teach this oh yeah
0: so. so did, did um, a lot of people start like take the, taking this up like as a,
1: a touring kind of act and like show people on the road or there, there are some that do. Uh, for example, I, I mentioned that two naughty boys uh, mm-hmm. did this. they were actually teaching all around the country um, and have produced several books. Uh, Midori is mm-hmm. a uh, sexual uh, sex ed educator who's mm-hmm. actually out of San Francisco uh she actually was raised in japan um she's taught she's done several books she tours internationally mm. to teach this
2: she does classes regularly in honolulu and i think it's boston uh-huh. as well.
1: mm-hmm. and, yeah yeah and then there's there's various other artists i mean even in the southeast uh, surprisingly this is a hotbed for <laughs> a number of rope mm-hmm. artists that do this i mean it's interesting yeah uh Atlanta there's there's several extremely good uh, extremely well-known groups over there. Um we are happy to be able to actually run a show here in town. We're we're doing mm-hmm. something that's typically only found in major cities. Mm-hmm. Uh and not many of those actually. Uh, Los Angeles, right, Atlanta, yeah. New York, Chicago, mm-hmm. Honolulu for example have you know shows like this that go on in some of the clubs huntsville we're we're happy to be here for this
0: oh yeah yeah and huntsville's a pretty interesting place in like the types of diversity and stuff that we get through um it's just kind of like a mishmash of uh cultures and economics and everything it's like that's yeah. why i mean that's part of why we started spice radio but that's part of why we love it here too it's just like it's it's in the middle of alabama and people up north are like oh you guys wear shoes like what <laughs> <laughs> but we're like, yeah, there's all sorts of crazy yes. stuff going on down here. I mean, it's Alabama still. It's still, that's you know, true. half frontier, but, you know.
1: <laughs> well, and it's one of the reasons we run some of the other events that we also run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: You guys got the uh, the drink and draw that goes on. Uh, that's monthly as well, right? We, we
1: have. Uh, it's well
2: every other month. Um, oh, okay. So we have a event that goes on on the second Saturday of each month. On the odd months, that's our photography meet and greet, mm-hmm. and then on the even months, which is the next coming one up. coming up, is going to be our Rocket City drink and draw.
0: So you're busy every month. That's good. And the <laughs> last the, the last uh, yeah. week, last Saturday of the month, you've got the uh, Naughty Goth Night
1: at Hopswell. Uh, yeah, yes. Wild. Yes. That's mm-hmm. our yeah. That's our Rope Night. That's our Goth Night. Uh-huh. Uh, we're you know we're very happy. We've had uh, DJ for show. Has, yeah yeah has yeah regularly has been played our at spice fest for us yeah, yeah. the yeah. first spice fest great uh, great you know we've got a great rapport with him mm-hmm. uh matt sutter was our our first dj he did our first mm-hmm. evening but Vershaw has, has stayed with us pretty much the, the rest of the time um great venue to be able to do this at hops wild has has mm-hmm. basically bent over backwards and let us set up how we want to set sometimes up and, literally uh, in some cases yeah literally or <laughs> inverted or sideways there hasn't or, been <laughs> enough rope jokes
0: eh? <laughs> <laughs> i thought they would just be all over the place and i'd have oh, to be yes. like i gotta stop making these jokes well, and as, as <laughs> but as, it's been so interesting. As, <laughs> as, as
1: much as as much as we do this, we, you know, we are getting a little frayed around the edges. But we're still oh going. No, go we're still gonna, We're still going to go ahead and try to start doing. Don't ro- lead ro- people classes. on. Don't. Oh Just... no no. We,
2: we create a lead with row
1: easily. Yeah. <laughs>
0: oh man but uh yeah look for it at hops wild it's a three dollar cover charge Mm -hmm. man it sounds like a really interesting uh when how long do your shows
1: you usually run over there we start nine o'clock and we are frequently rigging people right up until 1 a.m oh right
0: right and i'm sure i'm sure once people see that you probably get a lot more uh, uh volunteers afterwards that are like more when they see the whole process are more interested mm-hmm. in it, or sometimes
2: I think. we'll even put out our list. You know, like starting at eight thirty, a little bit before, and we right. still have like five names already written down. <laughs> so hey, yeah, we we yeah. we have.
1: I mean, the last the last two months alone, mm-hmm. we've been rigging right up until the very end to the point mm-hmm. where it for us it's a workout. I mean, oh yeah, I bet so <laughs> if we're if we're doing suspensions, for example, mm-hmm. I I have figured that we're we're lifting even using block and tackle or using uh yeah mountain climbing carabiners for example for for safety and to add different ways to be able to lift the person yeah yeah we're probably lifting between a thousand to twelve hundred pounds a yeah. night you know that we're getting our workout. i know that when i come home on that uh, that Sunday morning. I'm, I'm exhausted. I'm probably I'm pretty wiped.
0: No doubt. Yeah. And I mean, that sounds like it takes a lot of concentration and a lot it, of attention, a lot of physical, <laughs> all of the no, above kind of thing
1: for for the person being rigged. They, they can go into that wonderful right, ecstatic, right. ecstatic state for the person who's rigging for me it's 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 almost meditative uh-huh. uh, my focus drops completely down to the person who I'm working with and the art that I'm creating on them to the point where yes I'm aware of everything going on in the club but for me I'm so focused at that point on them that it really really is it's very relaxing mm-hmm. oh yeah
2: and also, while you're rigging somebody, that person's like completely like your responsibility to make sure that yeah, they're taken yeah. care of. So, yeah, well, high attention to detail. How mm-hmm. do you
0: guys prepare for a uh, average naughty goth night? Like, what do you just you just check your ropes and kind of kind of try and relax? Right. And <laughs>
1: actually, yeah, I mean, we'll go through. We af- before and after each night, we'll go through and retire ropes that have started to Mm -hmm. fray if we start to see something that's tearing up with them Mm -hmm. i I have not been willing to to use anything that i'm suspect of we will check our our drop points our our suspension rings to Mm -hmm. make sure that those are all steady and nothing's happened with that i mean we're using mountain climbing uh, carabiners to actually Hold the hold the ropes and hold the ring. We're using mountain climbing leaders to actually mm-hmm. do the drop from the ceiling uh, with you know heavy gauge chain to actually yeah. take everyone's weight. Um, all the equipment we're using that isn't you know that's not rope itself. The rope we're using is nautical nylon. Okay. Is, yeah, uh, I was
0: going to ask like what types of uh, rope like did people start with and what types are good to use now and
1: well, typically what we recommend. For, for anyone that's starting out with this is, di- it's called diamond braid or solid braid nylon rope. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's basically it if you can take the rope in your hand and pull three feet of it along the rope,
3: mm-hmm. and
1: not get a rope burn. A, it's soft enough, and B, mm-hmm. you're going to be looking for dynamic weight to make sure that it'll right. hold at least at least a hundred pounds weight per per strand rope itself, of rope so, yeah. per strand. Uh, other folks as they as they get doing this more they might move to natural fiber ropes mm-hmm. like hemp or like mm-hmm. jute those are those are traditional
2: and they're less forgiving so you can, yeah like, i was about, about to say and then they're <laughs> I'm also sure it's stiffer ver- so like they they press in against mm-hmm. the
1: body more which mm. for some folks who like to feel that that little yeah, harder mm-hmm. pressure or that, that's good a little, right? little bit more pain yeah. in some cases mm-hmm. they'll, they'll use that the ones that we tell people not to use, never, ever, ever use. Never use polypropylene mm-hmm. uh, because that'll cut right to the bone. If somebody pulls mm-hmm. against it. It's like a hard plastic rope or something. It, it is a it is a much harder rope. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people call it boat rope or anchor rope, mm-hmm. and it'll it it will tear. Oh, you oh up. I know what you're talking about now. Um, you say anchor rope. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you go to some of the uh, adult toy stores, mm-hmm. they'll have what they call as their their silk sex rope, as they sometimes. Mm-hmm. Look. It's not silk. It's actually, it is a it is a cotton nylon blend, and it's it's very soft. It's wonderful for decoration. As a matter of fact, I've got... Yeah, stranded. for display only in yeah. Alabama, right? Pretty much. I oh, mean, yeah, yeah. That's You're definitely... handing me some here. It does feel soft. But the thing is, is it's not made to take any weight. Oh, okay. It'll actually stretch while <laughs> it's on the person. Yeah. So the problem with that is if it stretches, then it runs the risk of tightening down on them. Yeah, definitely. Um, and when you move it around and all that. Exactly. Um, the other one we don't use, you know, we'll use, I'll use it for photo shoots for display, but cotton clothesline. It, it's, it. basically I tell people if you use that, just, you know, carry, it, carry a knife with you, carry scissors with you, because right. you're going to have to cut it off of them. You're not going to be able uh. to pull the knots apart.
0: Yeah, I was about to say, and it it seems like it get really tight and like really focused in one area, and kind of mm-hmm. that seems uncomfortable. I've never been tied up by it, well, but it
1: sounds like, and and that you know that's one of the things when we're rigging and we're using our nylon, mm-hmm. what we're trying to do is we're also we're we're setting up the rope in such a way that we don't have it where the lines cross over the body. We don't yeah. want to create a hot spot on the skin, right? Right. We're doing so where. We're actually using more loops around the body than normally would be used because mm-hmm. we're trying to relieve pressure because yeah, ke- it can be a little bit surprising for people.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, if, if you've never been tied up before. or Exactly. Yeah. But this is what we use.
1: This is our show rope.
0: You're just a, yeah, it's, it's kind of, kind of, of shiny and soft for people that are listening. <laughs> we'll take some pictures later and tell, show, show people mm-hmm. what. So what's a good way to uh, get started with this? Is there like a good website you recommend or, or books that... Um, that are that are good for like beginners that might be interested.
2: There's that like one series. What is it called? YouTube the... thing. Um,
1: okay. Well. YouTube. I I there's there's a dozen different sites and I can actually mm-hmm. send, I can provide you with links later yeah, right yeah. on yeah. for those. Uh, one of the books that I would actually recommend mm-hmm. strongly is uh, put out by an author named Douglas Kent, mm-hmm. and it's Land and Sky. And one is land is obviously all it's all the ground rigs and it's the basic mm-hmm. stuff. So you uh, want to start with the land? Yes. Yeah, yeah uh, definitely. Land. Yeah, uh, I would not recommend. You know, Sky is a good book. It gives some good insights. Also, I would not suggest anyone ever do suspension work. Oh yeah, without instruction, without personal instruction, because someone with experience. Yes.
2: Yeah, it kind of takes that hands-on with somebody who knows what they're doing in mm-hmm. order to really learn how to do. A suspension well, if you
1: ever try to like learn
0: a, a rope. Uh, not off of just like a picture or something. Yeah. I feel yeah. like for a lot of people,
1: it's just like, <laughs> mm-hmm. well,
0: I don't know what that is, but if yeah. I did
1: it. Another, another series of books that are very, very good, um, is the two naughty boys. And I've mentioned it mm-hmm. several times. Um, uh, learning the ropes is mm-hmm. their, their first book. It's a basic, it's a basic series on not work and craft work. And, and it works. It, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's very easy to understand. There's some of the stuff they go into that's that's not quite so simple, but yeah, most of the basics are there in that book.
0: Very cool. Well, thanks, guys, for coming in and talking. To, I mean, I know I learned a whole bunch, and like um, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it'll be September 24th, the next Naughty Goth Night, mm-hmm. and you've got, uh, let's see, October 15th, the Drink and Draw coming up. Where's that held, usually?
2: The Drink and Draw, that's going to be over at the new Straight to Ale location at the cool. stone yeah. Middle School. Yep, the mm-hmm. 805
0: Complex. Which you should yeah. check out if you haven't been there. It's like very big taproom area. They've got like some windows. You can see their giant towers now that they got in there. Yeah. And, well, Brew, whatever a, those things
1: are called, vats. Well, here, here's the fun part is that we're actually going to be doing the drink and drop back in the brewing area. Oh, nice. In the uh, gonna be area. The gym. Yeah, and the old mm-hmm. gym. Very
0: cool. Yeah.
1: yeah, that's what I was like. I, I
0: was like, I wonder what that, I assumed that was the gym just because it was so tall mm-hmm. and big. Yeah. I was like, that must have been the gym. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's a very cool uh, place, and it's nice to have like a new uh, kind of focal place for culture now, kind of mm-hmm. right along the Clinton Avenue. You got Yellow Hammer and all that other stuff. Well, very cool. Uh, thanks again for coming in, guys. Uh, check them out. they got a Facebook page. It's under Fly By Night Productions. Is that right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then um, you have any other ways to get in contact with you guys? or?
2: Well, if you're interested just in the Rocket City Drink and Draw, we also mm-hmm. have a Facebook page under Rocket City Drink and Draw as well.
0: Very mm-hmm. cool. Well, thanks again, guys, and uh, have a great night from Spice Radio and uh, Rocket City Rope Arts. Thank you for having us. Thank you.
3: say I'm child, yeah. drops
2: accumulating because of causing